welcome to the Busted Business Bureau. This is a bonus episode that will be released. <laughs> I don't fucking know when. <laughs> You'll hear it when you hear it. <laughs> With me, I have the head editor of They Call Us. I have KP. Hi. Hello again. Hello. A long time no see. <laughs> <laughs> um, KP, I have an incredible story for you that I found while researching the episode that we did together, I.O. Mm-hmm. In the episode... Um, there was, I didn't even mention this in the episode because I, it, okay, a so lot was happening. Okay, it's not the corpse. No, it was not the corpse. <laughs> um, on one of the mentioned unhinged Facebook rants that took place during the episode, there was an unbased accusation that a comedy theater was sued for $70,000 for reverse discrimination against men. <laughs> <laughs> and so I looked into that, found no evidence of that happening. Because, you know, white men are just really underrepresented they, in the com- comedy. In comedia. <laughs> yes. Comedia. There is not enough white men. Uh, so I, anyway, I couldn't find any evidence of that actually happening in said unhinged Facebook rant. <laughs> but I did find the juiciest story that could not go mm. without an episode. This is the tale of Alfred Rava, the men's rights lawyer who has made bank using reverse discrimination laws. <laughs> I am so ready for this. <laughs> men's rights is the funniest thing on the planet. God, it's so funny. I wax so hard between like wanting to desperately make fun of men and acknowledging that there is something wrong with men in society in a way that does not benefit men. Yes. My woke answer, shall we say. <laughs> what I find so funny about men's rights activists, all of their like legitimate claims are feminism. Yeah. They are feminists. <laughs> they the are things that they up. hate are issues of the feminists. They mm-hmm. just don't want to be associated with women and yeah. they're like mm, no i think a lot of them again like you said some of the with every unhinged man rant there's a kernel of truth in it yes i.e you know a lot of combat their most combat deaths are male and instead they'll be like it's women's fault that men are drafted into the military instead of thinking like maybe men shouldn't die in pointless wars over <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, maybe nobody should die yes. Yes. it's not women's fault that's <laughs> other men who are in power's fault which yeah. again is feminism yes <laughs> Anyways, in 2002, Mark Angelucci, I don't know if that's how you say it. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> Edgar Pacus, Elton Campbell, and Jeff Kent filed a complaint against Century Supper Club. Okay. <laughs> the complaint alleges that the plaintiffs patronized the club on several occasions in June of July in 2002 and were charged an admission fee higher than that charged to women. Specifically, the complaint alleged that two of the plaintiffs were charged $20 for admission on June 14, 2002, and the admission fee for women was $15. They ag- One time you charged me $5 more, and I'm still mad about it. <laughs> I'm still mad about it to this day. Plaintiffs alleged that they were charged higher prices because they are men. They sought statutory damages under Section 52, Subdivision A. I don't know why I read all that. The statutory damages you have from $5? (laughs) (laughs) The, um, this was filed, argued, brought all the way to the California Supreme Court, and they won. They got their $5 back? No, they, (laughs) we'll talk about it. (laughs) This was filed under the unrest, or it was argued under the Unrest Civil Rights Act, which is basically like an open spigot for men to just make bank off oh of God. reverse discrimination lawsuits. Because the civil rights movement was about white men. Of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Our subject for the bonus episode is, again, none other than the soon-to-be-famous Alfred Gerard Rava, who is the lawyer in the aforementioned case. He finds out in the late 90s that 
he is able to successfully argue for the UNRWA Civil Rights Act for businesses discriminating against men for things like ladies' nights or Mother's Day promotions. Mm -hmm. Things like that. This is... (laughs) Very akin to like all lives matter. It's very Mm -hmm. rude that I'm not the center of attention right now. (laughs) Let's talk about the current center of attention, the UNRWA Civil Rights Act. (laughs) This whole thing is so ridiculous, start to finish. The UNRWA Civil Rights Act was, it's a California specific civil rights act Mm -hmm. that was codified by Big Daddy, (laughs) the UNRWA, in 1959. (laughs) That requires, quote, full and equal accommodations, advantages, facilities, privileges, or services in all business establishments. This includes, but is not limited to, the following places. Hotels, motels, I don't know why I have this whole list. Fucking anywhere. (laughs) Again, enacted in 1959 by Jesse M. Unruh, again, widely known as Big Daddy. The following examples, this is on like the UNRWA fact sheet page Mm -hmm. that's from the California government. The following examples represent potential violations of the UNRWA Civil Rights Act. A hotel charges a $100 service fee to only guests of a certain racial group, but not other guests of the hotel. Mm -hmm. A doctor refuses to treat a patient who's been diagnosed as HIV positive. A same-sex couple is denied at a table at a restaurant, even though there are vacant tables available. A visually impaired individual is told that their service animal is not in a store. Promoting a business with ladies' night discounts on admission and services. Feels out of place. Feels a little (laughs) out of place, (laughs) Jesse. Alfred Rava, who is... As of like 2018, he's 62, so I don't do the math. Formerly a secretary of the National Coalition for Men has filed over 300 unrest civil rights cases and has made so much money. Um, I would like to talk about the National Coalition for Men. I would like to talk about the National Coalition for Men. Uh, it's time to talk about the National Coalition for Men. So it was founded in the 70s as the, oh God, it was like Free Men Incorporated, something like that. <laughs> yeah, Free the Men. Free the Men. <laughs> it was made in response to second wave feminism. As Of course, it's not mm-hmm, an organic mm-hmm. movement made on their own, whatever. But yeah, Free Men Inc., Founded in Columbia, Maryland in January of 1997. Um, (laughs) Over time, the name changes. They just decide on vibes to call it the National (laughs) Coalition of Free Men just to indicate that it's national. (laughs) And then they just like manifested it into reality. (laughs) If I say it, it will come true. It's on my vision board. It was on their vision board and they made it happen. Um, You'll notice that I'm saying National Coalition of Free Men when I said at the beginning it's the National Coalition for Men. Mm -hmm. That is a very specific change they made, which I think is so bizarre of them. Because this is all on the about page on their website, which is too fucking long. (laughs) Changing our name has not been without controversy. With respect to our 2008 name change, one of our board members was pleased with the change since he received a goodly flow of inquiries from prisoners thinking that the National Coalition of Free Men was an organization dedicated to freeing men from incarceration. That would make sense. Which we most certainly are not. (laughs) (laughs) No way. A member attorney noted, thank God, do it yesterday. The free men part of the organization makes us sound like a bunch of kooks. He was presenting in front of 100 other attorneys in the room, erupted in laughter at our name. Another wrote, quote, the name has bugged me for some time, and it was obvious to me how it limited mainstream acceptance from the start. Which I think is so interesting, because 
you can make an argument about men's rights and incarceration. Mm -hmm. There are things you could say that are so valid there. That was one of the legitimate things, and they threw it in the trash. They said, we sounded crazy for trying to free men from prison who are wrongfully imprisoned. <laughs> Instead, we want to free men from women, and that's sane. Literally. Yeah, it's, it's literally insane to me. And they really emphasize two separate times in this about us that part of the name change was because people laughed at their name. Because what you're doing is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it's so based on ego instead of mm -hmm. like what their actual causes are. So, uh, that's me shitting on the National Coalition for Men. <laughs> what I'm hearing is we need to laugh at men more. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the NCFM, which again, Alfred Rava was formerly a secretary of. He is no longer a secretary, but he still does have relationships with a lot of members of the coalition. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about some highlights of <laughs> Alfred Rava's career. In this delightful LA Times article um, that begins with the quote, is Alfred Rava the Grinch who would steal Mother's Day? Yes. <laughs> it describes that he, a San Diego-based lawyer, attended an Oakland A's game mm -hmm. on Mother's Day. And the first, like, oh, God, I can't remember now, 7,000-ish people who showed up who were mothers, as assumed by whoever was passing out these hats, mm -hmm was given like a free mother's day hat yeah that was like floppy it was a sun hat and it said mother's day and it might have been pink alfred rava <laughs> that was crazy <laughs> and he sues the oakland a's macy's was part of this deal um there's a couple of lawsuits he starts in 2006 and of note is that the sex and age discrimination lawsuit contends that every male over the age of 18 and every non-adult fan who attended the mother's day game is entitled to $4,000 to compensate for the discrimination inherent in the in the giveaway targeted not, at women age 18 or older. Not even all of the hats cost $4,000. <laughs> what? And that is standard under the UNRWA, as far as I can tell. Believe you me, I am not an expert on the situation, but I'm pretty sure that the UNRWA Act stipulates that $4,000 is the minimum you can, acquire, you can get in yeah. damages for being discriminated against based on immutable, immutable characteristics about yourself. Oh my God. In what is perhaps the most genius um, ESPN sports article ever written, <laughs> um, the, oh wait, now I can't find it. Well, there's a, a lot of people responded very negatively, as you can imagine. Yeah to this lawsuit um this espn article advertises you can make a hundred dollars this lazy way by like being part of this class action lawsuit <laughs> um and this article or, uh, reports it was like an opinion article by rick riley who's mm -hmm. an espn columnist um so alfred rava does very success is very successful in this lawsuit and is entitled to $510,000. What? <laughs> and half of that goes to the lawyer's fees, like Alfred Rafa and uh -huh. his buddies, and then the rest goes to the, quote, victims. <laughs> the victims of not getting a Mother's Day not hat? Not a Mother's Day hat. <laughs> and this um, ESPN article writer called Alfred Rafa to be like, you're an asshole, I don't like you. Um, this is directly quoted from this ESPN article. Um, I called and asked, but Rafa wouldn't say, this is um, why he would sue, why he would be from San Diego and sue the Oakland A's. Yeah. Um, season ticket holder, I asked. Rafa wouldn't say. You went to a game on Mother's Day to a game that was promoting breast cancer awareness and you felt victimized by not getting a floppy plaid sun hat. Rafa insisted it was a fishing hat. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
also in the legal court documents insisted on being like a gender neutral hat. I just want it noted that this was not a feminine hat and I want it in a manly way. (laughs) I wanted it to go fishing. He thinks that um, the fact that he didn't get one is offensive, not just to him, he says, but to the state of California, which has a very strong policy against discriminating on the basis of sex. And then the, the reporter writes that he said, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Rava says, if ESPN were giving away free autographed Nolan Ryan baseballs to men only on Father's Day, would that be fair? These weren't autographed baseballs. They were women's sun hats, plaid floppy sun hats, says the writer. Rava, fishing hats. <laughs> And then, uh, this is the last thing I'm going to end on for this article. Personally, I find Mr. Rava as odorous as a bag of dyspeptic hamsters. Oh my God. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> ESPN did some, <laughs> some incredible reporting. Um, all right, let's fast forward to 2016. Ladies get paid. This is a nonprofit to help address... Um, you know what? I actually don't know that much about ladies get paid. Let me click on the article. Hopefully I'm assuming like the wage gap. Wage gap, um, putting women in more leadership positions, holding workshops for, yeah, the lack of women in leadership roles is what this thing, this ladies get paid seeks to address. But what about men in leadership roles? What about men in leadership roles? (laughs) Um, so there's this man named George St. George who Mm -hmm. Alfred Rava is friends with. He had attempted to, oh God, I think it was go to one of the networking events, um, was denied because he's yeah, a man. Because why do you need to be? At why do you fucking need to be there? Anyway, um, Wasserman, 31, and Ladies Get Paid eventually settled with Rava's clients in February. In order to pay their legal fees, Wasserman and her partner, Ashley Louise, have turned to crowdfunding. They have raised $50,000 toward the necessary $100,000 goal. <laughs> what and if they can't raise the money they'll go out of business (laughs) what (laughs) they're raising a hundred thousand dollars because one time this one man couldn't get into an event for women literally yeah and then the lawsuit went so far as to require them to settle because the thing is We'll talk about the bigger organizations he sues later. By later, I mean like in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but when he sues smaller organizations, they don't have the necessary manpower to fight back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this guy's an ass. He, <laughs> he also sued Chic CEO um, for, I think this is another event or mm-hmm. whatever. In the complaint that he had filed against Chic CEO, he had mentioned... Um, Facebook COO Sheryl Sandberg and Marissa Meyer, the Yahoo CEO, misspelled both their names in the complaint. (laughs) (laughs) Disrespect. Are you ready for one of my favorite ones? Mm -hmm. Trump Golf Course. (laughs) (laughs) Trump Golf Course was offering 25% discounts to ladies for Breast Cancer Awareness Month and was donating the rest of that to breast cancer causes. Mm And guess who shows up? <laughs> Never is Trump Golf Course the hero of the story. <laughs> but this represents um, an important moment because they have the resources to fight back. Yeah. Because it's Trump Golf Course. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't even make it to court. So they, for all intents and purposes, win. Yeah. Um, do these men just sit around Googling like women's only events and yes. stuff and then try to crash? Shit? I am not joking. Yes. It's the same three men who are named in all of these lawsuits. George St. George, Rich Allison, and oh God, what's the other one's name? Fuck it. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> um, they show up to all these same events like ladies nights at bars, lesbian night at a hotel is mm-hmm. one of them. <laughs> 
so mad that this man can't hang out with the lesbians. I, you know what? I would be mad if I couldn't hang out with the lesbians. Lesbians are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is. Oh God. Uh, what's this one called? Uh, it's the. Uh, it's an acronym, and now I can't remember what the hell it's called. F S I S A C, which is some sort of women in cybersecurity thing. I'm sorry okay. to the people at F S dash I S A C for not knowing. Um. But they offered a scholarship to women to get them more into cybersecurity. The same fucking people applied for the scholarship, were denied, and it went to court. Um, I, I'm gonna, so I'm not going to say anything else on that one until we move on to Eliza Schlesinger, who is a comedian who has been to the Lincoln Lodge. Yeah, um, we love her. We love her. She held a girls' night-only event mm-hmm. at a california comedy club that said no boys allowed and to george st george tried going to this event and he was denied and they filed a lawsuit they dropped it they filed another lawsuit with lawrence polister who's a gay man made it a little gayer <laughs> <laughs> filed the, the like same it. goddamn lawsuit um and i would like to read from some of these lawsuits at the moment Yes. Because this motherfucker just hits copy and paste (laughs) on all of his lawsuits. I'm not joking. Imagine the uproar, protests, and calls for a boycott by feminists and equal rights activists if a theater in Hollywood, ground zero of the Me Too sex discrimination movement, along with comedian Andrew Dice Clay, the bane of feminists, had territory to host a comedy show that threatened to prohibit and then did prohibit women from entering the theater. Because they need to, quote, foster a safe space for men to watch Andrew Dice Clay's stand-up routine. <laughs> um, let me read you another one. Imagine the uproar, <laughs> protests, and the calls for feminist boycotts by feminists and other equals activists if defendants FS.ISAC, a business establishment that shares physical and cybersecurity threats with members of its business, had the temerity to provide a scholarship to only male students interested in a career in cybersecurity. Are we noticing a pattern? Uh-huh, uh-huh. At the top of so many of his lawsuits, he writes, quote, all animals are equal, but some are more equal than others. George Orwell, Animal Farm, which is his favorite quote. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, Did he finish the book Animal Farm? <laughs> I don't know if he finished the book Animal Farm. Uh, let's talk about the 2014 complaint against Sheik CEO. <clears throat> Imagine the uproar <laughs> by women business owners and entrepreneurs, feminists, and other equal rights activists if a business consulting company in partnership with a business networking firm brazenly touted a no-woman-allowed business networking event. Blah, blah, blah. So, <laughs> let's talk about some ones that he lost. Again, he lost the Trump National Golf Course one. Yes. There's one against Tinder that he lost. Um Never thought I'd root for Tinder. Never thought we'd root for Tinder. Tinder, this was an age one, not a gender one. Okay. Tinder had Tinder Plus available for people under 30 for like $10. Anyone over 30, like $15 to $20. Mm -hmm. And Tinder wins, first of all, because they have the resources to win. And because you are allowed to, in that way, I guess discriminate is maybe the wrong word, but create a marketing strategy based on not immutable characteristics, i.e. young... You know, young people generally have less money and would pay less for a service than older yeah. people. But that is not true of all young people because there's, you know, Chad Wellington III, who's a millionaire, who's 28 years old. Yeah. Um, and, there, you know, he can have Tinder Plus for $10, just like somebody who, you know, does not have a million dollars does. Yeah. Um, 
So that is the base, the core reason why Alfred Rava loses against Tinder. He also, the Eliza Schlesinger one, um, never, it, <laughs> it was filed twice, but it never made it to court. Good. So she did not have to pay him a dime. We love that for her. Yes. Um, there's one against United Airlines in uh, November, or I'm sorry, I actually can't tell if this is November or if it's March because the dates are written in such a way where I can't tell. Uh, no, it would be November because we're in the United States. <laughs> My brain is rotted. Um, yeah, in November of 2020, they were busy suing United because they had a similar thing to Tinder where it's like younger people get this certain discount than yeah. older people. <laughs> In, <laughs> in the court document, he says, quote, contrary to United's woke worded and strategically placed proclamation about inclusion and diversity, United's ageist discounts are all about exclusion and divisiveness. Um, oh, my God. Which is so fucking funny. <laughs> so um, he is able to accrue a disgusting amount of money because people just settle with him mm -hmm. because they don't have the resources to take this all the way to yeah. court and then pay the exorbitant lawyer's fees if they do, which is unfortunately the mistake that ladies get paid. I'm sorry, no, ladies get paid didn't take it to court. They just had to settle. Um, yeah, so <laughs> that is what I wanted to tell you about Alfred Rava. There's no ending to the story. He's it's still practicing. still happening? Yeah, he's been you know, licensed since 1997. He is able to do as he pleases in just the state of california okay because they're the only ones with the unra civil rights act okay um so if you are in california anytime soon and you decide to host a ladies night a lesbian night an anti-man night <laughs> <laughs> do not post it on facebook or you will pay the price no good deed goes unpunished uh is what most people have to take away of this I'm going to have some kind of women's only event. <laughs> and then any man that comes in, I'm going to force to sit in like a corner. And just watch. <laughs> so how, how are you feeling after hearing all this information that I've just dunked on you? I am just flabbergasted by the audacity to mm -hmm. like for $5 or like over five fucking dollars over five fucking dollars <laughs> or a hat, mm -hmm. a fishing hat, a fishing hat. And, <laughs> <laughs> You know, what is disturbing most to me is that one of the men named as like one of the leaders of the National Coalition for Men, he joined the group because he, this is, you know, I didn't look into this. I'm just going to take him at his word, mm -hmm. was domestically abused, seek, sought out funding from the government and was denied, presumably because he's a man. Okay. Genuine problem. Yeah. Structural issue. That is not women's fault. No. <laughs> like most of the people who draft and implement those laws, first of all, are men. Yes. Second of all, even if it was women, like, I don't know. It's, it's it, like, that's still a fight feminism is fighting for. Mm -hmm. We are saying that anyone, even men, can be sexually assaulted. And it's always wrong. Yeah. So it's just like, I feel like the ire is so misplaced for these yes. people. But for, for Alfred Rava, I hope I'm legally allowed to say this. I just feel like it's a grift because he no longer is at the National Coalition for Men. Yeah. He doesn't donate his fund or his, you know, winnings to the National Coalition for Men. So either he doesn't believe in the organization and believe that they can do things mm. for men or it's a to. fucking grift. It, <laughs> he doesn't care. It's a scam. Yeah. So it's like a bunch of white dudes sat around and we're like, how can we make civil rights about us <laughs> getting paid? I, I genuinely think that some of the men in the National Coalition for Men, again, have misplaced ire are trying their best to make life better for men and mm. just don't have are just 
not yeah. there. You know, I feel like just... the problems men are facing is not the 25% discount. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When it's that and that's what you're fighting tooth and nail for, clearly you do not give a shit <laughs> if men care. are treated equally. <laughs> you just care about money. Awesome. <laughs> <sighs> That is the rabbit hole that I wanted to include you in on. Thank you. You're welcome. So much. You're welcome. This has been the bi- the bonus episode of the Busted Business Bureau. <laughs> so good. Um, if you are a man and you listen to this podcast, guess what? You will get a discount on my Patreon. <laughs> if you select the lower membership tier, <laughs> that is your discount, sir. <laughs> Congratulations. Men needed a W, and you can have that W. This is yours. This is my, yeah. You take all that extra salary you make being a man. Yeah. Go spend it. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for you, boys. Thank you, and good night.